live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network. Here's the 3-2. Got him! Look it! And the inning is over! <laughs> Look at the Sandman! He is fired up! It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Little blooper towards second, and a reaching, diving catch made by wow. Diego. Wow. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Or sound off on the law offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. Wait, he oh. blasts one to left, hits deep, track, whoa, go! Swung on and driven to left and deep, and it is gone! It's a walk-off grand slam for Peyton Graham, and you can unhitch the wagon! What a comeback! Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. The 0-1 pitch is hammered. Deep to center field, and it's gone! Welcome back to the Lone Star State. Jada Coleman puts an exclamation point on the start of the second inning with a bomb over the center field wall. First pitch line down the left field line. It is a fair ball, and it's into the corner. Spikerman scores. Nicholas scores. They're going to wave home Graham, and he'll trot home. It's a bases-clearing double for Blake Robertson. Eight days till the spring game. Just remind y'all, in case any of you forgot, have amnesia. Hour two, T-Row in the morning show on a Friday. April 15, tax day? Oh, we got till Monday, right? I don't know. I've had mine done for a while, so. I'm pretty sure we got till Monday. So uh, CPA out there, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Toby and TJ back with you. We're brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. They got a little bit of everything there at XOE, all best in class, too. And I am their spokesman because I am pretty much widely regarded as the bad boy of Oklahoma sports radio. At Extreme Outdoor Equipment, under one roof, you could buy a zero-turn mower like mine to cut your grass. A tractor with loader and brush hog to work your land. That's next for me, TJ, is to pick up a brush hog. To work my land. A four-wheeler, side-by-side, or UTV to take you, as uh, Bronx would like to do, hunting, fishing, or just plain having fun. You know, Bronx should look into being a spokesman for extreme outdoor equipment, TJ. Oh, he definitely this is his could. kind of place. Yeah, he definitely could, yeah. If they if they like that, I we can negotiate that. If you want to give get away from it all, uh, they can help you, too. They got uh, new travel trailers you can buy, or you can rent a motorhome there. All extreme outdoor equipment. Two locations, one in Newcastle, one in Goldsby. Observation, Teach. And I uh, I think I have thought for uh, a while here, last 12 hours or so, how to word this, because I want to make sure I do it properly and not in any sort of a insulting type way, because it's not meant that way at all. Just an observation. And, and I want to make the observation, because I want to flush it out. That's what we do on this show. Used to be a 
gentlemen that work for us named PJ Mills, mm-hmm. who he and I had a hard time getting along on the air. He was a big Lakers fan. I love PJ to death, but PJ had opinions, and they were non-wavering. And it drove me crazy because I would get in an on-air debate with him, and there was no winning because he was right, I was wrong. You just couldn't win that. I mean, there was just, there was there was no reasonable conversation about PJ's opinions. He's right, you're wrong. And one of the reasons you and I, I think, have clicked so well through the years is because we fight or we disagree, fight's too strong of a word, about a topic in sports or raising children or whatever the case may be. And you're reasonable about it. You'll say, I see what you're saying, and I'll say, oh, yeah, that's a good point you make. And we compromise or something you know, just happened I mean, the other day. And I said, you know what? You've won me back the other way. I don't even remember what that was. Yeah. It was well, a couple of months ago. It's we, we I, I, it is my preferred like I can't I have a hard time with people that I, I shouldn't say I have a hard time with people in sports radio. The, the Skip Bayless's of the world or the whatever that come on and, and yell and scream. I'm right. You're wrong. And everybody who doesn't agree with me is stupid. I just I can't take them and uh, I think that's why you and I've gotten along so well because you'll listen to me and I'll listen to you and and sometimes you'll come to my side and sometimes I'll come to your side sometimes we'll just call each other idiots and we'll go our own way but not most of the time that being said baseball is a different thing to you when you have an opinion in baseball you're right Yes. And everybody else is wrong. Yes. Yes. It could be changing positions or perfect games or unwritten rules or whatever the case may be. Baseball is different in your brain. You're right. Everybody else is wrong. It doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter if it is a George Frazier who played the game forever and has been around it forever and has a World Series ring. You're right, he's wrong. So my question is, why is that? What is it about TJ and the sport of baseball that rings different with you? Because I think baseball holds a special place in not only my heart, but America. And I'm an American first. And um, I'll fight for my country. No, um, I think it's uh, just what Jeez. the game means to let me, me. Let me let me see if I can find the bald eagle and bison <laughs> real fast. No, seriously, it's um. I, hang on a second. Hang on a second. Baseball means a lot to these people too. Yeah, apparently not. I thought it did, and that's what hurt <laughs> so much yesterday with hearing George Frazier's comments. I thought that for a long time with George. I thought he was one of the toughest people I had ever heard on the the radio or. Uh, Some of the things he talks about. Let's be serious for a second. Be serious. Why do, when it comes to baseball opinions, why do you want to fist fight people? Because I'm right when it comes to baseball opinions. (laughs) I mean, there's no no other way for me to put it. Right. Like, I understood every angle they came with yesterday, and I can argue that 
all day long and appreciate those arguments in August and September. To me, this was a totally different scenario. Uh, why do I feel I'm right? Um, I believe I was put on this earth to fight for that game. I still think it's the greatest <laughs> game in the world. Yeah. I think it's better than football. I think it's better than basketball. I think it's better than soccer. You know, don't okay. any sport you throw at me. And I think God put a little Swimming something in me. I think God put a little something in me that said, this game is going to slip in popularity. It once was the most popular game in the world, in a, especially in the United States. And it was a um, something that families held special and dear. And you know me. I tie all that together, and baseball for me is family. It's my pawpaw. It's my dad. It's uh, growing up in Kennedale, Texas, and then on into Enid. It's uh, every memory I have in some way, a lot of them, are surrounded by baseball. I didn't get to go on vacations as a kid. I didn't get to travel. I didn't have a lot of things, but I went to the ballpark. I went to the, uh, Arlington Stadium. I went with you know, my grandpa or my dad or both. I played cup ball underneath those bleachers. I don't know. It just holds something different for me. And so when I feel I need to fight for it, I'm going to fight for it. And I'm not going to back down off of it. Preach! You have been put on this earth as an ambassador. I'm an ambassador, yes. To defend The greatest game. game ever invented, yes. All right. All right. That does... That, uh... That helps me uh, understand a little better, and it's That's a good answer. When when someone tells me baseball is slow and boring, I realize that, you know, they're not as intelligent as me, so right. I've got to argue with them because I realize, well, this person's dumb. So, you know, I'm just here to defend the game. I should be commissioner of baseball. Uh-huh. And as my first act of commissioner... I would have removed Dave Roberts from the dugout. Probably Clayton Kershaw from the game. I would have forced retirement upon him. I would enforce rules. Ban him from the game. <laughs> Ban him from the game. <laughs> you don't take that from fans, you punk. Get out. Yeah. No, I'm uh, I'm joking a little there. I'm just a little. I could see that. I could see your explanation. You, uh, We all have a, hopefully, we all have a... Uh, Reason for being on this planet. A mission, if you will. And not all of us have found our mission in life, you know? There's a lot of people out there searching for that. Why am I here? What am I supposed to be doing? You have found your mission. You are the ambassador for the protection of the great sport of baseball. And you'll fight anybody who disagrees with you. I can appreciate that. And trust me, I know with this, at some point, a broken heart's going to come because this is going to be used against me with my child. <laughs> you know, when a kid rebels, it's going to be this. He loves it now. He's loved it is, since he could walk. He's carried around a bat. Um, bat it t- popped up on Time Hop today. A picture I took of him asleep in his car seat at, I don't know, one and a half, two, holding a baseball bat, sound asleep. But at some point, it's going to be what tears us apart. I know it is. That's going to be yeah. the re- that's going to be you the know, rebellious it, stage. You guys will fight. Well, you guys will fight over something, but it'll be short lived. I mean, yeah, that's at, 
You, you, know, you see what I'm saying yeah. with it, though. That's yeah, going to be sure, what he yeah. uses against me. Well, oh, yeah, well, I hate baseball. The, the, the problem is going to be he's probably going to be exactly the same. And you guys are going <laughs> to – he's just so. going to have a different opinion than you. But you're always right, and he's always right, and that's not going to work when you got a different opinion. <laughs> now, somebody asked me last night about this Kershaw situation. Like, are you going to argue with TJ tomorrow? And I was like – one, I don't disagree with him. Two, I've learned a long time ago not to argue with TJ about anything regarding baseball. It's not going to work well. It's just going to end up with him yelling at me and calling me names. So, no, I'm not going to argue with him over this. I would have to disagree about it first, and I don't. I would have left Kershaw in the game. But you don't. Like, that's sacred territory. College football rule changes, fine. NFL, fine. Uh, personal life, we can tease about. Don't joke about baseball. <laughs> and there are football guys out there like that. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I think Teddy's a well, little bit like that. PJ was about that about everything. About everything. Everything. <laughs> everything boxing, <laughs> baseball, basketball, Definitely football. boxing. Uh, my, I, the, my, don't, don't get in an argument over him with My boxing, grandfather yeah. was like that about everything. I mean, some people are just obstinate. I'm right. You're an idiot. I mean, we got way too much of that in the, you know, politics and everything in this world these days. We could use a little more uh, people understanding each other. You know what? I don't think I agree with you, but... I'll listen to what you say, and maybe we can compromise here. Because the fact of the matter is, we're all different, teacher. I mean, we all we got different backgrounds, we got different DNA. I may feel strongly about something, but so do you. So that's interesting. Let me find out why you feel strongly about that, and let's reach a middle ground. That's there's not a lot of that going on in the world right now. Yeah, but you're reasonable. You're a reasonable person. Hmm. Except for when it everyone comes would agree to, with that. Well, when it comes to baseball, uh, you're right. Everybody else is wrong. And you know what? Most of the time you are right. It was you yesterday. Right. I sat there after the show like, I got into an argument with George Frazier. What am I thinking? Well, and then I thought, I'm right. That's what I'm thinking. That, that's where you and I are different. And I'm not saying this is how someone should be. I'm just... Now I'm going to turn the couch and lay on it myself here, TJ. <laughs> Go ahead, lay down. I am an expert in very few things in life, okay? Less than five. And four of them regard food, okay? And I am comfortable with that. In fact, I'm trying to, as time goes on, be an expert in less and less in my life. Like, I don't want to be that. I don't want to be responsible for having the right answer in more than maybe one or two categories. Everything else, I am perfectly happy relying on the experts. <laughs> if I'm having problem with my computer, I take it to the geek squad and they fix it. If I'm having problem with my car, I take it to the expert and they fix it. If I'm having, uh, if I want my taxes done, I take it to the expert and they do it. If I have a question about baseball, I ask George Frazier or Skip Johnson, whoever the experts, and if they say that's the answer, then I say, okay, they're the expert. That's the answer. I, I like our society in that we have somebody who's an expert in everything. If I got a football question, I know exactly who to call. 
Teddy Lehman. Hey, why did they do it like this? Why is the formation like this? Why was this call made? I, I got an expert in that category. Uh, Milan, if I need a new lawnmower, I know exactly who to call. Extreme Outdoor Equipment. That makes my brain happy <laughs> to not have to be an expert in every category in life. Well, I'm like that in a lot of areas of life, yes. I know how to broadcast. Not very well, but I know how to do it. See, and you're the guy people come to for that. To Young the people point come I can to teach you for that. That's it. That's yeah. it. That's all yeah. I want to be responsible for. Okay? That's it. And sometimes that's too much, TJ. I don't want the responsibility of having to be an expert in everything in life. I'm perfectly happy letting other people who went to school and had a career and pursued a degree and have done it for 30 years or whatever tell me when I need to take some medicine. Or who should be taken out of a game when, or why somebody ran a formation, or when my car needs a new transmission. Perfectly happy with that. It brings me peace to my brain to know I don't have to be good at everything. Now, my wife wishes I was better at fixing things around the house. For me, I'm like, you know what? They, they have plumbers. Right. They have people who are experts in this. Let's just call one of them. Now, YouTube has made us all uh, experts in a lot of areas we didn't think we would be, though. Eh, a little bit. Experts, too strong of a word. That's just being cheap <laughs> or or living on a budget. I mean, I get it. You know, like Sometimes you're like, I don't want to have to pay a plumber. Let me see if I can fig- figure this out. But even then, like after you do it, aren't you worried you didn't do it right forever? Oh, Especially if it's something electrical, I freak out yes. over something simple like uh, you know, I can change out a plug, but I freak mm-hmm. out that I'm going to burn my house down. Peace for of mind, man. Yeah. Call the expert. <laughs> I'll let him fix it. So anyway, boy, that was a really good psychological segment. I think segment. we did. Uh, man, I need to take a nap now. We'll be back. The Ref Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Much like a pitching change when it's time to sell your home and change into a uh, new environment, new neighborhood, whatever it may be, Terry Saxon's there for you. Home of the eight ninety nine listing fee. Get the same service you get from any other realtor out there in the market, but he does it for a lot less. Puts that money in your pocket. Give him a call today, 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. We've been all over the place today. At some point, we'll get to the OU baseball game. Um, yeah, we do need to talk about it. Air. We talk about it now, or you got no? No, yeah, well, yeah, no. I'm fine with talking about it now. Seven three uh, win over Pacific last night. Big story was Kate Horton starts. Mm-hmm. So we saw both last night. We saw Kate Horton start. Chaz Martinez in relief. Uh, give me your opinion on the game last night. I thought that game was. Um, with those two things that you were kind of looking at, went about as well as it could possibly go. I thought mm-hmm. Cade was great, ended up going uh, another inning from what I thought he would and what we had talked about yesterday with maybe three being on the table, um, just giving up the one hit. So that was tremendous to see. Chaz Martinez in that new role, exactly what we were hoping to see, did a great job. And uh, finally they come around offensively. The only thing you may complain about is that it, it was a slow start for them a little bit offensively. But once they got going, then then things were fine, and they had the comfortable uh, lead throughout, scored three innings in a row, put uh, runs on the board. So great game overall, and everything that you wanted to see out of those two guys and their new roles uh, went exactly how you would have wanted it to go. 
So tremendous last night, I would say. 20th win. Mm-hmm. I thought they looked like they got off the bus at 4.30 the day before, 4.30 in the morning. A little sleepy. Sure, yeah. Thursday's game's unusual for them as it is. Yeah, yeah. they were playing a day early, and they were weary. I thought it looked that way. Um, but they got enough offense. Um, and the main thing was the Horton and Martinez thing. Um, I like the move. It might not work, but I like the move. And both, I really like it from the Martinez side, you know? I mean, I, I think the ceiling is the roof for uh, Kate Horton, and it'll be fascinating to watch his career progress and if he can indeed turn into, you know, they hope next year he is the Friday night Cade Cavalli of this team. That's what the hope is. And if he could start to progress in that way. Yeah, you've got to start seeing that right now. Yeah, you've got this is where you huge. start working that. Yeah. yeah, maybe huge. Maybe that's a difference maker, but. It makes, in my opinion, the the bullpen infinitely more versatile and effective with Chaz Martinez out there. He may hate it. I don't know. Maybe he hates this, but I think it's a really good move for this team. Like, he threw 34 pitches last night or so, Chaz did in relief. That's nothing for him. That's two innings of work, you know? I mean, he could come back again tomorrow night if you want him and Tuesday, if you want it, you know, I mean, he, you can use him a bunch because mm-hmm. he's used to going 100, but that's a win. Now, tonight, if you're tonight's the night tonight, they're going to play a better team. Lamar Lamar is a better team than Pacific and Lamar's throwing their best pitcher at him. He's an Oklahoma kid out of Wyandotte, Braxton Dothan, and he's really good. He's four and one with an ERA in the twos, and they've played some good teams this year. So tonight, I think of the three, is the night you got to worry about a slip up. Because this is a team used to playing, you know, the big boys down in Texas, and I'm not overselling them. But Lamar's won 20 games this year. They're not a bad team. Uh, Jake Bennett going for OU, but um, yeah, so, pretty so, a little shaky defensively, but you know, all things considered, pretty solid. Even the uh, the Spikerman kid coming in and yeah, how about having an impact last night, having a nice game. They just keep adding guys. I don't know if you were listening when we were talking about that last mm-hmm. night, yeah. but they've almost got too many guys right now that can hit. You know, I mean, that, that you can never have that. But well, you brought up Max hard McGuire to keep that really happy. didn't do anything to lose a spot. Like he was doing fine, and then all of a sudden now he can't find a, an at bat. So Mm-mm. yeah, they really need a lefty starter on the other side so they can get some of these like Trent Brown's a good player can't get on the field uh no I mean I think Spikerman I don't know that he's an everyday guy but as another left-handed bat and certainly as perhaps a pinch runner or something like that dude can fly I mean that's a nice addition now Squires is back and I think they're in good shape at the plate you just got to get that bullpen squared away. Uh, interesting night, by the way, TJ, in the Big 12 last night. Kansas beat Baylor. Kansas State beat Texas. How about that? And TCU beat Texas Tech. So some upsets 
across the board in uh, conference play. OSU opens their series at West Virginia tonight. Um, and the Sooners just kind of sitting back watching everybody take some L's. That's the beauty of non-conference weekend is you get to watch some losses pile up on other teams. Okay, 7.31 in the morning. How about OTD when we come back? And then we'll use the final segment this hour to empty the text vault. I know a lot of people probably are chiming in with uh, with the analysis of our analysis of ourselves. I'm sure that <laughs> rung a chord. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby Exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. I don't know what day of the week it is, yeah. Is it Monday? I don't know. Is it Tuesday? I don't know. Maybe Sunday? I don't know. Every day feels the same. Every day feels the same. I think it's Thursday. Shut your mouth. It all feels the same. It all feels the same. I don't know what to do. So I'll just eat some snacks, get real fat, and stay in my room. It is time for On This Date. <laughs> like my own walk-up music. Like if I was a wrestler, <laughs> that would be my entrance song. TJ's 27-2 and two on the year. And I like our set of OTDs today. I got three regulation and one bonus for you. Uh, by the way, let's see who this is on Twitter. Says you're right, Jim Womack. TJ is correct. Thank you, thank you, Jim. All right, here we go. <laughs> let's start with the, I don't know what it's I in like regards those. to. I like but those people. Just in general, <laughs> just letting the world know. Yeah. Thank you. Here we go, TJ. Are you ready? Are you ready for OTD? I now remember, so. you got to get within three years, TJ, to be correct. Am I going to get within three years? I don't know. I don't know. Are you going? Have you found out yet? You're walking through aisles and grocery stores, and people are just throwing OTDs at you. They just throw their hands up and say, "I don't know." <laughs> On this date, April 15 is the day, TJ. On this date, what year did the famous Notre Dame Cathedral catch fire? <laughs> Wasn't that pretty recent? Hmm. You can't give me any hints. Hmm. That seemed like it wasn't that long ago. Hmm. Um. Pretty sure it was. Remember the spire went toppling and everything before the pandemic. Was it or was it during the pandemic? That's how we will. Like twenty twenty is, is how we measure things. A D B C line for us will always be. Was that before twenty twenty or after twenty twenty? I. That would have been too much for people to handle, I think. I'll say, <laughs> I'm going to say 2018, maybe. 2018, final answer. Holy mackerel! 2019, well done. 2019, yeah, right before the pandemic. I think it's been uh, put back together again now, though, by the way. I don't know. Looking good. I don't know. Uh, all right, very good, very good. All right, now there, now it's going to get tougher. Maybe something I don't know. that recent was was not too hard. So yeah, I appreciate okay, that. Here we go. On this date, April fifteenth, what year, TJ? Did Ray Kroc open the first McDonald's in Des Plaines, Illinois? That would have been. You've heard of McDonald's? Yes. 
The very first one was in Illinois, Des Plaines. And it opened on this day, April 15th. I'm pretty sure. How many are there in the world now, by the way? Do you know the answer to this? Oh, no. I mean, I would There are now approximately 37,000 McDonald's in the world. Well, that's, that's actually less than I would have probably guessed. I would have probably 120 put it at six countries. I'm pretty sure it was the 50s. Have you seen that movie? Part of it. I want to do I do want to watch it. Um it's pretty interesting. I, I started it. I just never had for whatever reason I never have finished it. I need to I need to do that. By the way, are you caught up on the Invisible Pilot? Is there a new episode out? Yeah, yeah. No. I didn't know that. That dude. I will this weekend. That guy is fascinating. Okay, good. It's yeah. worth it's worth sticking with. It's worth sticking with because every drug running movie you've ever seen with every real life guy that true stories have been made about this guy's involved with them <laughs> it's unreal he, he is the uh uh oh man life is like a box of chocolates uh forrest gump yes. he's the forrest gump forrest of drug gump running of drug running yes <laughs> um i'm going to say i'm pretty sure it was the 50s i'm just going to go with 1950 final answer what is your go-to order at McDonald's, by the way? Oh, you don't go to McDonald's. Uh, coffee. Black coffee or a uh, vanilla iced coffee, easy on the vanilla. Those Coach the two K takes ah. an L. 1955, Ray Kroc opened oh, the first McDonald's. Should have gone middle of the decade. So Dang, never, and you don't have an order, like you would never be like, you know what, if I had to go to McDonald's, I would be a quarter pounder guy. Just You're completely opposed. Well, to McDonald's. When I was a teenager, my order at McDonald's was two double cheeseburgers, a 20-piece chicken McNugget, and a Holy large fry. What? That was me and my friend got the same exact thing. That was not split. That was we each got that. Two double cheeseburgers, a 20-piece McNugget, and a large fry with a large Dr. Pepper. That was my order. This is going to take me a second. <laughs> that was his mom. His mom would always take us to McDonald's when I'd spend the night over there. And that was mine and his order every time. And we would eat it. Like, I think back on that now. We talked about this. And we've talked about that order. I don't know how I consume that much food. But we were talking when I was 12 to 16, 17. McDonald's order is two double cheeseburgers, a 20-piece <laughs> nugget, large fries, and a large Dr. Pepper. Hey, hey get this. That's with $20 worth of food, man. Uh, today, I don't know what it was back then. A lot still back then. I don't know why she would order that much for us. I don't know why we. You know ever how much that ticks me that off. Much. Like that really irritates me when you people can eat all that food and you stay skinny. I was burning stuff back then, man. I was just <laughs> but even back then. Like I would, I don't, I don't eat that much, and it just goes right to fat for me. What does it mean now, too? People go out to eat. No, look at shut up. You shut up. <laughs> shut, that was the most irritating thing you've ever said to me in your life right there. What do you weigh? A buck 40? I'm 180. I'm the biggest I've ever been oh in my, my life. Look, I mean, pe people, he's a picture of health. You turn sideways, you can't see him. It does me, too. It goes right to fat. Shut up. <laughs> I have a leaf of lettuce and I balloon up. 
TJ's ordering cheeseburgers and Happy Meals and what? We're going to Whataburger so I can refill my Coke all I want. God, you're irritating. By the way, while we're on McDonald's, I got to give a shout out. I pulled up today to the window, and the kid at the window he goes, "Your coffee's on me today, sir. I want you to have a great day." And I'm wow. standing there with my uh, two bucks, and I said, "Seriously?" And he goes, "Yeah." I go, "Well, I appreciate that." And I drove up to the next window, kind of stunned, because that's kind of just there's no great thing. That? That was a great thing. Did the car in front of you pay it forward? There was or did nobody McDonald's there. Just give you a nice. I think thing? It, yeah. If if it was the car in front of me, there was no one there when I pulled in or when. Any of that. You ever, do you ever do that? Do you ever pick up the tab? I'm gonna, the car I'm gonna you? have to now because I had never had it happen to me before. But now I'll have to pay it forward. So, so it happened to me, oh, month or month and a half ago. Somebody, somebody in front of me, bought my. I think it was, uh, I think it was like a lunch or something. I was going through a Chick Fil A drive through or something like that. I don't remember where I was. I think it was Chick Fil A. Anyway. I, as far as I know, they had no idea who I was. They were just a you know, random act of kindness thing. And so I thought, well, you know what? I'm going to have to pay it forward. So a couple of days later, same thing. I'm in a drive through I look. There's a person behind me, one person in the car. Oh, I remember this. You told me. You oh, told I did tell you this. Yeah, you told us about this because uh, the, the order behind you surprised you, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. like, uh, I'll, I'll pay for the order of the car behind me. And they're like, oh, nice. That'll be twenty two sixty five. And I was like, <laughs> what? There's one person in the car. He's like picking up dinner for his whole family or something, you know? I was like, well, I've already said it now. So Yeah, I was stunned. And then as I pulled up to the next window, she's just sitting there with my coffee. So she hands it to me. So I drive right away. And it was when I turned on the street. I'm like, I should have just handed him the two bucks and said, buy the next person that just comes through for coffee, their coffee today. But it had never happened to me before. So I was a little bit shocked when it when it happened. So I'm going to have did to do your that wife, at some point. Did your wife tell you she texted me the other day? Uh, a photo they got asked to oh, pull yes. forward. <laughs> she had to pull forward at Brahms. <laughs> she was like, like thinking about you or something like that. <laughs> I got asked to pull forward at Brahms, and she was grinning. <laughs> okay, TJ, oh, concentrate. Sorry. We've lost, okay? we've lost right. all control. Yeah. McDonald's open in 1955. I got that Here's your final regulation today. Uh, on this date, April 15, what year was the first appearance of of the San Diego chicken. Hmm. Tough one. Yeah, this is tough. Um. You're a big chicken guy. Well, I was. I don't know if I... He used to come to the 89ers games once or twice well, a year. Would, that was always a highlight. He would come out um, to a lot of things. <laughs> I'm going to need to finish that sentence. <laughs> I would guess sometime in the 70s. It definitely wasn't a 60s thing, and it definitely wasn't 80s. So it's somewhere in the 70s decade. Okay. Um, I want to say... World famous San Diego chicken. I want to say on this he day appeared... I'm pretty sure because of an all-star game. I think there's something at the fan fest and stuff about the San Diego chicken hmm. and an all-star game. I just don't remember when I'll say, I'm just going to go right in the middle of the decade to try All to right. hit it. I'm going to go 75 final answer. Fade away. Hit it! 1975 on oh, the dot. Yes. The first appearance of the San Diego chicken 
April 15, 1975. Way to go. That was oh, tough. So, uh, yeah, yeah, duh, you just told me what the it was on this date, so it couldn't have been tied to the All-Star game. Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, so that brings your record to 29-3 and three on the year, but a chance to get that miss right back. And I, this is a gettable bonus today. All right? This is not, you know, Marie Antoinette or something like that. This is a gettable bonus today. So get it, okay? Here we go. Gettable for you or me. I mean, come on. It's a Major League Baseball question. Oh, okay. Okay, maybe I can't get it. And we all know how you feel about Major League Baseball. <laughs> Even if I get it wrong, I'll You've be right on this. you that very clear. <laughs> Obviously, okay. the Internet has it wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on this date, April 15, what year? Was the first ever Major League Baseball game played in the state of California? Would you like the teams? Sure. San Francisco Giants, Los Angeles Dodgers. The game was played in San Francisco. First ever Major League Baseball game in the state of California. That's a great trivia question, but I don't know it. Um, Would you like to know the stadium? I, I, you could tell me because it's not going to help me any. I, I'm thinking probably late 40s, early 50s, maybe. I mean, that's the only thing I've got. So I'm I'm going to go to get into the back end of the 40s and into the 50s. I'll go 51. It was played in Seals Stadium in San Francisco. Hmm. It was a Giants home game. I'm the New go York 51. Giants. Okay, 51 final, final answer. answer. Yeah. Coach K takes an L. Am I close? 19, 1958. Oh, later than I thought it would have been. The New York Giants and the Brooklyn Dodgers both moved in 1958 to California, and they played each other in San Francisco. April 15, 1958, first major league game played. I, I didn't even. In the state of I, California. Yeah, I probably should have Dodger that out a Stadium, better. by the way, opened in 1962, and it is now the third oldest Major League Baseball stadium behind Wrigley and Fenway. 1958, oh, first game played. We all learned California. something today. Yeah, how about that? That was a good question. That was an interesting question. So 29 to 3 is your record going into the weekend. 750, we'll be back. The Ref. Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Terry Saxon, Saxon Realty Group. They bring you this hour of the T-Row in the morning show. $8.99 listing fee. 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. couple of calls off the air. Kendall called to thank us for our very therapeutic first segment. He said it actually helped him a lot that he's struggling with a 10-year-old that uh, is really argumentative over everything right now in his life. And to hear uh-huh. us discuss and work through those things really helped him on a Friday. So How you're welcome, that? Kendall. And then yeah, we're, we're here to serve the public. Sean would like to know where you would like his dry cleaning bill sent, that he feels you should have to pay that after he spit soda all over himself when you uh, uttered the phrase, <laughs> I don't eat that much. So he, uh, <laughs> he apparently spit up his soda. I so. don't eat that much. <laughs> like... Nobody eats what I just gave you in that order. I, that but was like, a ridiculous order. I don't know why she allowed us to do it. I, I don't. I, I eat. Obviously, I eat and consume calories. But like when I go out to eat with other people or with the radio crew or whatever, 
the, these other people, these skinny other people will order these giant appetizers and meals and desserts and everything, and I'm sitting here with my chicken salad with low-fat dressing on it going, I hate you. Like, why? You know what I mean? I mean, it's, I guess it's a metabolism thing. Now, obviously, I overeat. I, the problem, we've talked about it a lot. I eat late at night. That has always been my problem is eating late at night, which is just terrible for you. But I don't think I eat. Like, I think you probably consume more calories a day than I do. It may be true. I have no idea, but it might be true. And yet you still look like a Greek god. <laughs> they put posters of you. Did you up hear at that? Y- at the I hope my wife and kid are listening who like to make shirtless, fun of my basketball. Shirtless photos of TJ are used to inspire people at the local YMCA. That's true. That is that is actually true, yeah. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. TJ, quote, when I'm always I'm right when it comes to baseball, I'm always right. Rangers are 2-4 and four prior to the start of the season. TJ said this is the Rangers' year. They're going to win the World Series. LOL. Hey, it's early. It's early. It's early. And one of these days, I'm going to be right when I say that. And if I'm not, that means I'm dead and I won't know the difference. So. And you're stupid, whoever you are, okay? <laughs> uh, they got I... the win last night. I got to watch a uh, dis- dismantling of the Angels while listening to you talk peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. With mm-hmm. uh, Blake in a ranger in a sooner See, win, so Blake's eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches like they're going out of style he, while I'm chomping on. Fruit what was and hilarious sticks. was like how many was he hiding? He's like I hit all the sandwiches. I'm like all of them. Like you hit them <laughs> for the entire team, and he's like I'll go through it. <laughs> the in depth uh, the 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 amount of food he hinted at hiding throughout the years that he played there, yeah, um, was substantial. He said, we had some vultures. We had some vultures. I was <laughs> yes. like, who? Well, mostly me. <laughs> yes. Every story was about the vultures taking all the food, but it was about, well, I got there first and hit it all. So before those vultures got there, you, I'm like, you're the vulture. These people would be stunned if they would follow the baseball, basketball, football team around, just see how much food. You talk about calorie consumption, man. It is amazing how much food these college kids eat. That's one of the reasons why I'm fat, TJ, is because I'm following these guys around, and I'm eating every time they eat, and they're eating eight meals a day. Right. All right, 8 o'clock, we'll be back.